this is in the moment thanking you always for joining us on this lovely day the lord has made and as always wherever you are whatever you're doing i hope that you're doing it with the lord in mind especially now because this is the season of giving the season of thanksgiving the season of uh, reflection and celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because Jesus is the reason for the season if you have not heard that now you know and uh, in light of that we're also in this time of Advent where we are recognizing the anticipation of our coming Savior and this week's Advent reading will come from Jeremiah 31 31 which reads the days are coming declares the Lord well I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. Amen. And of course, we always want to make sure that we make time for you in our prayers and in our meditations. Uh, we have the information on the screen right now, as we do every week right now, and probably for a long time. We want to put out there the call for prayer, the need for prayer. Uh, this world needs prayer, does it not? So we want to make sure that you have every available chance to request prayer and to give prayer for those who are in need and for those who simply want to praise the Lord. We have prayers and praising the Lord as well, do we not? Of course we do. So let's uh, recognize both of these things. Let's give thanks, but also if we need something from the Lord, let's go to the Lord first, not last. So with that being said, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for just being there for us. Thank you for your son who came to die on an old rugged cross for all of our sins. Thank you for just giving us the opportunity to make the choice to serve you. Lord, we know there are a lot of people out there who have not made that choice. We're very much aware of that. We know that many people disagree with your word. But then again, even you said this world is not ours, but it's the, the accusers. We're aware of this. And yes, days get hard, especially now. People are trying to make Christmas happen. People are trying to move the money around to get the gifts they want and for the kids and for their respective loved ones. We ask you, Lord, to be with them in their stresses. We pray for those suffering from seasonal depression who have lost loved ones, those who are dealing with hard times behind bars because of decisions they've made. We ask you, Lord, to be with all of those, especially those overseas fighting a good fight on behalf of this country, who are not with their families, who are not with children, wives, husbands. Help us remember them as well and their families and those right here in the United States who have to go away for work, who have to do things and, 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 and make things happen for the sake of this country right here, our EMS, our police, our fire, who have to be on the call. Pray with them and their families as well, Lord. Help them know that you have not forgotten them. Help them realize we have not forgotten them, and we will forever give your name the praise. These and all things we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. We pray God is going to bless you with a mighty message and hope to support you in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Email us at yourmomentministries at gmail.com with your praise and prayer requests. Help support this ministry through your cash app, dollar sign, your moment. We appreciate your continued prayers and support.
This morning's topic is when Jesus says yes, no one can say no. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. Now, do you believe that? That is something that you have to wrestle out with your own salvation. When Jesus says yes to an opportunity, to a decision of whatever type, the world can't say no to you because you got Christ on your side. He has ordained it. It's going to happen. The only thing you have to do is walk into your destiny. Do you have the faith to believe in that? That's the topic of this morning's uh, message. We're coming from Mark 11, starting at verse 23. Mark 11, no, correction, verse 22 to 23, which reads, And Jesus answered, saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he saith. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the message. We pray to be educated, enlightened. Lift the words out of your word, Lord. And let us ingest them spiritually. Help us remember what we learned today. And help us share it with others. In the name of Jesus, amen. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. This is not just a title. This is a declaration. What we're doing today is declaring that when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. As in... Whatever the Lord has approved over your life, there's nothing in the world that can stop it from happening. Now, there is an old saying that says that the devil's in the details, but there's nothing Satan can do to stop God's process. He can slow it down, yes. He can make it uncomfortable, of course, and make it hard, most definitely. But he can't stop the process. His details are designed to create two things inside of you. You want to know what those are? I'll tell you. Doubt and fear. Doubt and fear. Because he knows if he can get you to doubt Jesus and fear what is going on in front of you for your sake, for the thing you prayed for, you'll never get to it. And he is one. Many of you will celebrate Christmas this year. And we'll still doubt the Jesus you celebrate. This issue isn't whether or not you believe. I'm sure you do. But do you believe in those times when everything has gone wrong? Where there's nothing you can do but believe? Do you hold on to the face of hope? Do you hang on to the fact that if Jesus says yes, nobody can say no? And don't cite belief as in, well, I read my Bible, so I believe. No. James 2.19 says, thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So yeah, they believe that God exists as well, people. I'm sure they know the scriptures too. Satan knows the scriptures. So we got to do a little bit more than just read our Bible. Do you believe and have faith in that belief? If belief is an acceptance that a statement is true 
or that something exists, then you should be physically representative of what you believe. How is it physically representative? Your faith is shown in the physical by how you respond. And does your response connect back to Jesus Christ? One more time. Your faith is shown by how you physically respond, vocally, physically, how you act, what people are seeing come from you, your facial expressions, your body movements, your body actions. And does that connect back to Christ? Does it point to the cross? That's the real question here. In other words, when things are going rough, will people know you're a Christian by how you respond? I know a lot of Christians out there right now that no one knows a Christian by how they've responded to their circumstances. Once upon a time, I had two Christian friends that went to a church down in Virginia Beach, and they had prayed for a child, and they were praying for a child, praying for a child. They literally stopped coming to church because they had done something that many of you do, and that is you have put an ultimatum on Jesus Christ. They were well-liked, well-loved, very active in the church, but the moment they couldn't, get a, couldn't conceive a child, they stopped coming to church and said, we're not coming back to the church until the Lord gives us a child. Now, what do you think that does for everyone around them? What do you think that does for any possible people that want to come to understand the Lord Jesus Christ? What do you think that does for them understanding his will in your life? his timing in your life. It does, things aren't good, unfortunately. Now, whether or not they went back to church, I don't know. Last I checked, they had not had a child. Now, where they are right now, what they're doing, I don't know. But I do pray that the Lord responded to them appropriately. I'll leave it at that, appropriately. Because there are a lot of people out there that do this. Why? because doubt and fear. The doubt and fear in the, in, in the God they claim they serve has covered their so-called faith to where no one can see it, and therefore they cannot be identified by it. And when your identification is covered to where no one can see it, your access to the other side is limited until you show the proper credentials. I've been in the military, couldn't get on base without showing your ID. I've been on several Navy ships, couldn't get on the ship without showing your ID. I've been to many football games, couldn't get in the football game until you showed the proper ID, people. If you go into any government building, they want to see some kind of ID or prescribed ID that confirms you are allowed into the building. We too have that identification, and that is through the blood of Christ. It is through the shedding of his blood on the cross that we have been given access to eternity with him. But without the ID, you're still on the outside looking in. But if we believe that when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no, this is not an issue. Mark 11, we see Jesus putting his power on display. Beginning at verse 11 through 13, Jesus is hungry and sees a fig tree. He goes over to the fig tree for fruit and discovers 
Saul leaves. Now Jesus is hungry, and he has ag he's aggravated because the next verse he curses the tree. He speaks to the tree and says in verse fourteen, and Jesus said un unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Verses fifteen through nineteen, he cleaned out the temple from everyone who was buying and selling. And in verse 20, as they are leaving out of Jerusalem, they pass by the same fig tree Jesus was hoping to grab a piece of fruit from. And now it has suffered exactly what Jesus said would happen to it. And we know that because Peter makes the observation, remembering what Jesus spoke to the tree and now seeing the end result in verse 21, which leads us to our focal point today in verses 22 to 23, which read, and Jesus answered, saying unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shalt say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he saith. Here are some thoughts I want you to keep in mind this Christmas season. Faith in God is understanding that God has placed us under the care of his son, Jesus Christ, and that Christ has done everything acts of God to be our charge in heaven, to be our advocate in heaven. The primary role for Jesus to be on this earth was to save us from our sins. Yes, he dwelt amongst us. Yes, he taught. Yes, he prayed. Yes, he preached. He healed, but the primary objective of Jesus Christ was to come and save us from our sins. When it comes to when Jesus says yes, we must have the right attitude on our Christian life as followers of Christ, that if Jesus says yes, no one else can say no, because when Jesus says yes, he has already worked it out. This isn't Jesus saying yes, you can come do whatever it is you have prayed for, and then figuring out the plan. That's something that we do with each other. The plan's already been laid out, and it is by faith in him, and in our obedience, we live it out. And when we do that, a no from anyone will be irrelevant because Jesus has already paved the way. All we have to do is walk into our destiny. And that's hard for many of you. Jesus has already said yes to what you want to do. The only thing you gotta do is trust the process and walk into your destiny. But as I said before, Devil's in the details, and those details trip y'all up. Instead of maintaining the course, you turn left and turn right when you should be going straight. That's where your problem is. Someone out there knows what I'm talking about today, but I'll continue. The problem is unbelief. That's the problem. As I said before, you're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Someone that you really have not put all of your faith in. You believe, but you also have a little bit of unbelief that's holding you back from your blessing. Blessing is just waiting to be retrieved and you can't get to it because that's where the most faith must be used and you're not giving God all of your faith, which means that you trust, but you don't trust God with everything. You believe, 
but you don't believe everything. And that's a problem. That's why you are where you are right now. That's why you're staying put right where you are right now because of these issues in your life. It doesn't have to be malicious, but it can be a problem. Still a problem. What's the problem? You might be a yeah, but Christian. What's a yeah, but Christian? A yeah, but Christian says this. Yeah, Jesus is helping you through your problem, but you got more. Yeah, Jesus is providing the day, but tomorrow is coming, and I'm worried about that. Jesus saved me today from the snare of the devil, but I have so many other things, and the list just keeps growing, and the worry gets bigger because the 5% of faith you're holding on, you don't want to give up, and that's the part that Jesus requires for you to give him which would make the 100% trust in him, and you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. When you stop worrying about being in control, you'll find the peace you have been searching for all your life. When you stop worrying about what you think and what God thinks, you'll actually get somewhere. You'll see new avenues and new opportunities pop up right before your very eyes. I've always told people when you become a believer in Jesus Christ, you get new ears for hearing, new tongue for speech, new eyes for seeing. It's a complete transformation, people. Complete transformation. But you don't want no one to change you. That's your problem. And then you wonder why things stay the way they are. That is your problem. And you want everybody to accept that current condition, though they know you can be more. They know you can do more. But you won't move because faith is in the feet. Faith is in the feet for moving. We get going when we trust the Lord. We step into our destiny when we trust the Lord. And when you don't do that, you stay right where you are. You call it a biblical timeout. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But the fact is, you remain right where you are until you get it. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ today and you are not moving in faith and obedience, you will stay right where you are with the non-believers. And they'll wonder, well, I thought he was a Christian. I thought he believed in God. I thought he read his Bible. I thought he went to church. He over here with us. Yeah, doesn't make sense to me either. But Jesus doesn't say just have faith in God. But we know when Jesus says yes, no one can say no because he has the ability to speak things into existence. Jesus can literally speak into existence your success today if he so desired. We saw this, the fig tree, when he says in verse 23, you can tell the mountains to move as long as you don't have the doubt in your heart. Earlier, we see Jesus speak into existence the curse on the fig tree. Right after that, after they see what has happened, he tells them, you can call on the mountains and move, but you can't have no doubt in your heart. You can't do that. Doesn't make sense. You gotta trust completely. This idea of 100% submission, 100% accountability into God's word, absolute surrender is real, it's true, and it's right. And if you don't believe that, ask some of your friends 
who have given everything over to the Lord Jesus Christ and see what their response is and see where they are right now. You got to give it all over. What he's saying is that any trial, any tribulation, any stronghold standing in your way, if you command it in the name of Jesus, he's going to give you the yes. It can't say no. It's going to move. But notice two things you got to do. You got to believe it's going to happen, and you can't doubt it. You got to believe it's going to happen. You can't doubt it. What he's asking for you is to command it, believe in your heart it will happen, and don't doubt him. Jesus has literally said, if you ask it, and he says yes, no one can say no, and whatever the mountain is for you, it's going to move out of your way. Isn't that great? Isn't this wonderful? Many of you need to hear this today because many of you are ending 2022 with mountains, with walls all around you, and you've been trying to figure out how do I get around it? How do I go on top of it? How do I go under it? That's a lot of work. At least for me it is. Ask in the name of Jesus for it to move out the way. Believe in your heart. Don't doubt it. And then watch it move. Watch the barriers come down. Your heart will stop a little bit. Because you'll be thinking, all the work I've done to get around this, to get over this, get under this, all I have to do is ask Jesus and he'll make it happen. I got a friend right now who is on the path of understanding God and I prayed with him earlier this year because he his car was busted, he didn't have a job, girlfriends all over the place. I said, I want you to have faith in my faith for five minutes. I want you to come into agreement with me and let us pray to God for him to reveal himself to you, not just do stuff. I want, like you should want with anybody who does not believe, to have revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray, and we pray. Within 48 hours, people, this man had been given a job offer for $150,000 a year. He received a new car from a friend who did not need his car and sold it to him for pennies to give him a car. And he has a wonderful new girlfriend by his side who appears everything's working out. And I told him, you better give God the praise. You better give God the praise all day long, brother, because God revealed himself to you at a time where you had nothing else going on. All your plans had failed. All your friends that left you. Isn't God good? Isn't God good, people? I know you've heard these stories. I know you have seen it for yourself. God is good all the time, but you got to trust in the Lord. You've got to trust in him like no other. So when God says yes, you've got to believe with an attitude of no one can tell me no because Jesus said yes, I'm walking to my destiny. I'm going to get my blessing. I'm going to jump up. I'm going to grab the reins and win. Must be something spe special when that occurs. Finally, the attitude of the Christian must be supernaturally strong. Many of us read our Bibles, go to church like we are now, and we forget that whom we pray to and where our blessings come from does not reside on this side of the world. But in the heavens, you have to maintain your mind daily that this world is not the only world. You have to have the attitude all the time, all the time, that 
if I'm praying for something to occur, then I am reaching into God's realm through my prayer, and God's going to reach back from his realm into this world and bless me through a person that's going to maybe send me some information or open up an opportunity, a place that God is trying to get me to for something to occur to answer my prayer. A thing could be an item that I need, a car, might be uh, something else, who knows? But he operates through anything and everyone in this world to respond to our prayer. But that intervention is supernatural because we've all had those stories of things happening where things have come about and we don't know how it happened. And then you realize that's what I prayed for. That's what I prayed for. And that sense of peace comes over your body and you know that God is real. You've had your God moment. Many of you have had your God moments. God is real. Many, though, don't believe that God intervenes supernaturally in their life. And for that, you'll never have the complete access to the blessings God is waiting to give you. So let's help your unbelief today. Let's help that today. Maybe you need a prayer of submission. Maybe you need a prayer that is going to help you Truly give it all over to Jesus Christ. Truly, without a doubt, submit to his will over your life so that you can truly see what God has in store for you. So let's, let's say this. In the name of Jesus, through the intervention of the Holy Spirit right now, I'm going to speak to someone out there right now. I pray that the spirit of fear, the spirit of doubt, and the spirit of confusing speech, we're going to put that in there because there are a lot of people around you right now that are saying a lot of things that probably don't make sense to you. So we're going to remove and we're going to bind up those spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. And we're going to clear the way for you. We're going to clear your mind. We're going to clear the path of distractions so that you can truly see what God has in store for you as we move forward day by day towards the end of this year. Because I want you in the black when it comes to the end of 2022. I don't want you starting off 2023 in the red. First of all, we wanna pray that we get there <laughs> beyond anything. We wanna pray that we get there. There's still time on the clock. Second of all, I want you to have faith and have a clear mind and remove the distractions, remove the fear, remove the doubt, and we're gonna bind those things up right now in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And of course, if there's anything that we can do for you, anything if, you know if you need prayer if you want to send us a praise report by all means send us a praise report we would love to read those on the screen we would love to tell everybody about the blessing that god has bestowed upon you and your family we don't need your whole name maybe a first name or a location that's common sense so definitely as we move towards the end of this year in this christmas season let's provide hope let's give the gift that keeps on giving and that is our lord and savior jesus christ because there is only one way to heaven, and that is through him. There is no other way to heaven. It's only through Jesus. So as we move towards Christmas, move towards that special day, which falls on a Sunday this year, such a blessing, isn't that not? It's such a blessing to have this. I want you to know that you know that you know. 
And until next time, may God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. And we will talk to you, God willing, next week.